Welcome to the video book summary of Epictetus, Discourses and Selected Writings. This book was published in 1999 and weighing 233 pages. The discourses of Epictetus are a series of extracts of the teachings of the Stoic philosopher Epictetus, written down by Arun C. 108 AD. They were originally eight books, but only four remain in entirely along with a few fragments of the others. In a preference attached to the discourses, Aaron explains how he came to write them. Oneida wrote these discourses of Epictetus in a way in which a man might write such things. Nor did I make them public myself, in as so much I declared that I did not even write them. But whatever I heard him say, the same I attempted to write down in his own words as nearly as possible, for the purpose of preserving them as memorials to myself, afterwards of the thoughts and the freedom of speech of Epictetus. The book is available on Amazon with the link in the description if you like what you hear. So without further ado, I bring you the book summary of Discourses of Epictetus. And yet, while there is only the one thing we can care for and develop to ourselves, we choose instead to care about and attach ourselves to a score of others, to our bodies, to our properties, to our families, friends and slaves. And being attached to many things, we are weighed down and dragged along with them. Make the best use of what is in our power, and treat the rest in accordance with its nature. And what is its nature? However, God decides. Man, the rational animal, can put up with anything except what seems to him irrational. Whatever is rational is tolerable. Which is why education has no goal more important than bringing our preconception of what is reasonable and unreasonable in alignment with nature. Because you think of yourself as no more than a single thread in the robe, whose duty it is to conform to the mass of people. Just as a single white thread seemingly has no wish to clash with the remainder of the garment. But I aspire to be the purple stripe, that is the garment's brilliant hem. However small in its part it may be, it can still manage to make the garment as a whole attractive. Don't tell me then, be like the rest, because in that case I cannot be the purple stripe. If a man objects to truths that are all too evident, it is no easy task to find in arguments that will change his mind. This is the proof neither of his own strength nor of his teacher's weakness. When someone caught in an argument hardens to stone, there is just no more reasoning with them. Now that you know all this, come and appreciate the resources you have. And when that is done, say, bring on whatever difficulties you like, Zeus, I have the resources and a constitution that you gave me by means of which I can do myself credit, whatever happens. But no, there you sit, worrying that certain events might happen, already upset and in a state about your present circumstances. So then you reproach the gods. Be confident in everything outside the will, and cautious in everything under the will's control. Whenever externals are more important to you than your own integrity, then be prepared to serve them the remainder of your life. Model yourself on card players. The chips don't matter, and the cards don't matter. How can I know what the deal will be? But making careful and skillful use of the deal. That's where my responsibility begins. So in our life, our first job is to divide and distinguish things into two categories. Externals I cannot control, but the choices I make with regard to them, I do control. 
There will I find good and bad in me, in my choices. Don't ever speak of good or bad, advantage or harm, and so on, of anything that is not your responsibility. When you can't resist sex with someone, don't think of it as a temporary setback. You fed your weakness and made it harder to uproot. It is inevitable that continuous behavior of any one kind is going to instill new habits and tendencies while steadily confirming old ones. It will even do to socialize with men of good character in order to model your life on theirs, whether you choose someone living or someone from the past. Just pay attention to the way you behave and you will discover the school of philosophy you really belong to. You'll discover that the majority of you are Epicureans, a few Papadics, but often grown soft. Surrounded as we are by such people, so confused, so ignorant of what they're saying and whatever faults they may or may not have, where those faults come from and how to get rid of them. I think we too should make a habit of asking ourselves, could it be that I'm one of them too? What illusion about myself do I entertain? How do I regard myself or as another wise man, as someone with perfect self-control? Do I too either make the boast about being prepared for whatever may happen? If I don't know something, am I properly aware that I don't know it? Do I come to a teacher as ready to submit to his instructions as if it is issued from an oracle? Or am I the one of those little snouts who attend schools for the sole purpose of memorizing its doctrines and becoming familiar with books previously unknown to me so that I can lecture them to others? It is inevitable if you enter into relations with people on a regular basis, either for conversation, dining, or simple friendship, that you will grow to be like them. Unless you can get them to emulate you, place an extinguished piece of coal next to a live one, and either it will cause the other one to die out, or the live one will make the other reignite. Since a lot is at stake, you should be careful about fraternizing with non-philosophers in these contexts. Remember that if you consort with someone covered in dirt, you can hardly avoid getting a little grimy yourself. Freedom is not achieved by satisfying desire, but by eliminating it. Assure yourself of this by expending as much effort on these new ambitions as you did on those elusive goals. Work day and night to attain a liberated frame of mind. So choose either regain the love of your old friends by reverting to your former self or remain better than you once were and forfeit their affection. Just keep in mind, the more we value things outside our control, the less we control we have. And among things outside our control is not only access to, but relief from. Public office, not just work, but leisure too. It is not events that disturbs people. It is their judgments concerning them. If someone succeeds in provoking you, realize that your mind is complicit in the provocation, which is why it is essential that we not respond impulsively to impressions. Take a moment before reacting and you'll find it easier to maintain control. Keep the prospect of death, exile, and all such apparent tragedies before you every day, especially death, and you will never have an abject thought or desire anything to excess. If you're wrong to do it, then you should shrink from doing it altogether. But if you're right, then why worry how people will judge you? 
Never identify yourself as a philosopher or speak much to non-philosophers about your principles. Act in line with those principles. At a dinner party, for instance, don't tell people the right way to eat. Just eat the right way. And finally, decide that you're an adult who is going to devote the rest of your life to making progress. Abide by what seems best as if were an inviolable law. When faced with anything painful or pleasurable, anything bringing glory or disrepute, realize that the crisis is now, that the Olympics have started and waiting is no longer an option, that the chance for progress to keep or lose turn on events of a single day. That's how Socrates got to be the person he was by depending on reason to meet his every challenge. You're not yet Socrates, but you can still live as if you want to be him. And that's a wrap on this amazing book, Epictetus, Discourses and Selected Writings. Let me know in the comments what stuck out in this summary for you. Look back on our previous channel for book summaries and subscribe for future videos. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, hashtag bestbookbits. This summary is from the website Nat. Lyson.com. If you like the video and want to buy the book, click the link in the video description to purchase from Amazon. Thanks for watching and I hope you learned a thing or two. Have a great day.